So, so, oh, and I'll just let you both know that our normal recording apparatus is still busted. It's a very long story. So <clears throat> things in the opening may not happen as they usually do. Just just go along with the flow, and you, you, you won't notice a difference, probably. Uh, <laughs> okay. Just, just roll with it. Coming up on this brand new episode of Don't Panic, we've got tech news, who knew, including likes as the new favorites. Is anyone really buying it? We're also talking about uh, online daily fantasy sports. We're talking Google Plus still existing. Go figure. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, RDO, Venmo, Facebook, Yahoo, and a whole lot more tech news coming at you from Don't Panic. Stick around. The show's going to start right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 110, recorded November 23rd, 2015. On less RDO, more likes, and Apple Cash. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast with all the fixins. I'm Sean Jennings, and I am joined by the pilgrims and Indians of technology. Uh, they'll bring you together for a feast. It's Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, yeah, there. how we doing? Pretty good. It's good to be back. Look, I know. We had, we had a long run. Well, was it just one week we No, skipped? it was two weeks. We missed two weeks. Oh, yeah. wow. More That's importantly, crazy. Sean, how was... Uh, the Netherlands. Uh, the Netherlands. Uh, the, the my feedback is it's kind of like here, except mm-hmm. a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the two big the three big takeaways I had were a everyone rides on bicycles. True. B everyone is really unnecessarily good looking. <laughs> and three, I and this is my technology spin. I didn't see anybody. Almost, I almost didn't see anybody. On their phones, walking around, texting, or or doing stuff. I saw wow. very few people even with earbuds in. Like, mm. I almost saw nobody, no one on their phones. It was amazing. It's crazy. It was Just very like weird. Just like, they, like, live life there. People were, like, of... talking to each other. What? I, I didn't know Whoa. how to feel about that. Yeah, I know. It was odd. That doesn't sound plausible. I didn't like, I didn't care for it. <laughs> people were polite. It was very weird. Um, no, no, it, it was a lovely time and, and a lovely country and, uh, fortunate that I, uh, that I got to visit. Of course, I had to sit next on the plane back, sit next to the guy who was coughing and sneezing and hacking, uh, for eight hours straight. So, Naturally. um, I have a bit of a cough, uh, but you know, it's that time of year. So what are you going to do? Was that your first, um, out of North American experience? It was my first international trip. I actually cool. did not realize... <coughs> In in the U.S., when you go through airport security, you just kind of have that first checkpoint, and then it's you're just in the terminal. Um, but apparently in Amsterdam, I did not know this. There are like three levels of security you have to go through, and they're not at the same place. So I got through the first mm-hmm. layer of security, and was like, "Oh, I got all this time. I'm like two hours early for my flight, <laughs> so I like hang out. I'm on Twitter, and I'm like just hanging out. And then like you know, 40 minutes before, I'm like, "All right, I'll go go up to get on the plane. Well, I had to go through a whole other layer of security. I had to run." From gate one to gate 43 to get my plane. Um, And I was like one of the last five people on the plane. And I'm running with my bag and I'm like sweating. And yeah, it was not, it was not fun. I'm not built to be a traveler. That's it. it? The second one's like passport control, right? That's that's what they call it. it. And I, I, no one told me. So I, uh, I looked like I'm I'm like in line and I'm like, my plane (laughs) is boarding. It says now boarding. It's boarding. I gotta go. When, when Dan and I were in Europe, we went through passport. Well, I guess we didn't really go through passport control because, like, within Europe, you didn't have to go through it. 
generally. Yeah. It was just leaving. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, did I? I only learned this recently while you were gone. How would how would you pronounce the large Dutch city that begins with a U? Oh, um, oh, crap! Everyone there pronounced it. How did they pronounce it? <laughs> it was it was. Oh, I don't remember. Dang, if you said it, I'd probably recognize it. Yeah. Do you... I, I recently learned it's not Utrecht, it's like Utrecht. Yes, like, yes, like that a sounds right. Yes, <laughs> but, but a, lot of, a lot of Dutch words are like that. Uh-huh. And a lot of Dutch names are like that. Um, where, where, you, where you get the whistles and the grunts and sort of those funky funky things you don't, you don't expect in the English language. It's, it's a fun language. It is. Yes. Too, many, too many letters. <laughs> in all the words and too many double letters too lots of like, consonants like jj something yeah. else. that's just unnecessary they're just showing off <laughs> well let me ask you guys we were we were off for two weeks any any technology happening in your lives you want to talk about well i got my apple tv like the day after the last podcast we oh, had yeah. nice how's that working for you uh it's pretty good so far um it's like most of the apps work most of the time. I mean, it's like... <laughs> That's it's a like, ringing endorsement. You know, about what you would expect for, like, the first round of updates on, like, a brand new device. Like, Netflix crashes once in a while. Mm-hmm. Hulu crashes once in a while. Uh, I don't know. In general, I like it. It has almost all the things. I would like it a lot more if there was an Amazon thing. Yeah. So I could watch that show that put the Nazi ads in the subway. Uh, um, I sat on those yesterday and I yeah. didn't give it a second thought. <laughs> I, I don't think it would have, I think it would have gone over my head to be honest. Uh, I, I, I did not find putting in all my passwords as excruciating as, as Twitter led me to believe it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was no more or less excruciating than putting in all your passwords on any other new device you get be that a TV or a PS4 or a, a new computer or a phone. Right. Uh, I thought that was a little overblown. Uh, Siri is kind of fun, uh, but it also, I wish it did more. Maybe someday it will. Like what I really wanted to do, like I want to be able to say, like I know what show I want to watch and I know generally which app I want to watch it in. So I want to be able to say like, you know, open scrubs and play the most recent episode in netflix but it can't do that it can only like search for shows right uh, now and then you want you to go directly to past the search yeah so at search when you get to search it has like netflix hulu etc and so it, like if you click into netflix it like brings you to the most recent episode and starts playing it so it's like sort of faster but uh also sort of not faster i don't know it's all right it's cool gets the job done uh, yeah, I'm not disappointed. I only I assume it will only get better. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the other thing I'm I'm disappointed with is that like there's none of the audio apps that I use are on it yet. So like Spotify is not on it and Overcast is not on it, which I guess are not like technically required. Like I could play those from any device to the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be nice. Like, in the morning, I get up and I usually, like, put on a podcast. So, I like, that's something I would totally do on the TV rather than, like, right now I log into my computer and, like, open Chrome and go to Overcast. and, and... Why don't you just do it from your phone 
onto the TV. Uh, sheer laziness. <laughs> yeah, but you. It's yeah, but more, it's... it's more work to go to the computer. I guarantee you, your phone's closer at all times. It probably is. Maybe I'll try it. I think so. The other thing is, like, I got into this routine of doing that because, uh, so I have like the Sonos play bar thing. Mm-hmm. And so I had this crazy thing set up mm-hmm. to like let you use AirPlay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was using that. And then when, when I upgraded my computers to, uh, the new Mac OS, they like changed something with that. So that forwarding thing stopped working and it's pending an update, uh, in a classic, classic open source software fashion. Um, so, so I couldn't do that anymore. So that's why I started going, doing the computer thing. Uh, but I haven't readjusted to, to being able to use airplay again, because I can use the Apple TV for airplay. Uh, so maybe that complaint isn't valid, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, on, on a Colby rabbit who feels good, feels bad scale. How's the Apple TV feeling? <laughs> Feels pretty good. Feels pretty I'm, good. I'm, I think the I'm I'm excited for what it what it can become, and I think it can be some, become something kind of cool. Have you played any games on it? Uh, Jill and I played Crossy Road, but that was it. I wasn't gonna play any pay any money for. Yeah, since I have a PS4, and also Fallout Four came out, so I was playing that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Also, Fallout Four is fantastic. Is it? It. I mean, I guess that'll be like my second pick. I just think it's a a given, but it's it's very good. There's a lot to do. I mean, it's like shitty in the way that Bethesda games are always shitty. Like there's so many glitches, but I guess it gives it character a little bit. <laughs> when you get stuck in a wall and have to load, reload your from your last checkpoint. Uh, no, I like it a lot though. It's very. I've, I've never had any bugs with it so far, but my my hips has haven't gotten sore from playing it yet either. Oh yeah, we weren't on the air. So I played so much the first week, and and I have a very crappy couch. It's very uncomfortable. It's like really sunken in the middle. So like when you're sitting on it, like your hips aren't even. You're kind of crooked. And I like I I woke up one day and my my legs my leg like one side of my body was just like in pain. Like you know how sometimes you get like a kink in your neck it was like that but like my whole like side i was like what is wrong and then i sat on the couch and it got worse and i was like oh this is what's wrong (laughs) that is a sign of a good game yep you're physically hurting to play it yep wow yeah so in any case i took a couple days off but i might have to go back to that after after we finish here (laughs) (laughs) that's fine no one's gonna fault you on that dan i know you saw the uh the, the ipad pro Oh yeah, I saw it twice. Uh, once I, I dropped a friend off at the train station, popped in the old uh, Grand Central Apple Store, mm-hmm. waited in line to get to one of the ones with a pen, played with a pen. It was it was really cool. I would never use it, so <laughs> but it was very responsive. It felt really nice. It was just uh, a big iPad. Is was that sort of your takeaway? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I wanted to see the pen. Uh, I thought that was neat. Yeah, it was just a big iPad. I don't remember there being anything. Like, so few apps are probably going to take advantage of the big screen, and none of the ones that will are things that I will ever use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not that much more portable than a than a tiny MacBook or a MacBook Air is to yeah. make me really be like, oh, I can do so much more with this, like, per pound. 
Uh, the keyboard was really nice. Uh, I liked it, but I don't. I tried the old Surface Pro uh, actual keyboard, like the physical one, and I tried the rubber one, and I didn't like those at all. I actually like this one better than the MacBook tiny MacBook keyboard. Mm-hmm. It because it's rubbery. It's the the keys are just a little bit taller. Uh, even though they are just as shallow in terms of like their clickiness, uh, so I was really pleasantly surprised with the keyboard. Uh, but then the someone, one of the designers, got one at work. Uh, but of course they couldn't get a pencil, so he wasn't he wasn't terribly enthused. <laughs> Bummer. But yeah, I got to see a an in the wild one. Nice. Yeah, I wonder if because that's Logitech is building the keyboard, right? That's not Apple's. Key- no, there's an Apple. Oh, keyboard. oh, that's no, no. You're right. They do have one. It yeah. looks like the smart cover, but it's also the keyboard. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. For some reason, I, Logitech is building one, but I, I forgot Apple's also building one. I wonder. Logitech had one in the store, actually. Yeah, and that that also got good reviews. I, I just I wonder if Apple has any plans to roll out the keyboard to like the iPad Air. Um, if, if yeah, that's because um... there are a lot of keyboard accessories. It's not unusual for the iPad Air. I wonder if if Apple will will ever do that. Yeah, I think it would be a little too narrow. Yeah. On on a an yeah. iPad Air. I, what, I, what I usually recommend people do is just get a full-size Bluetooth keyboard and just yeah. not because do you really if you're on the go, do you really need a keyboard? No, it's really for your desk. Just get a real keyboard um and connect it with yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah, and I I I love my iPad Air and but I like it because in, it's a leisure computer when I'm not doing work. If I ever had to do work, no keyboard would would make it any better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does so I have tried using a, a Bluetooth keyboard with an iPad before, and the thing I met I found most frustrating with it like there aren't any keyboard shortcuts for, like, navigating around. Oh, interesting. So, like, you can't, like, move, select an app on the home screen with the mm-hmm. keyboard. So it's like, uh, uh, okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to use this anymore because it's really annoying. Yeah. Uh, but I wonder, I wonder if that is, like, a thing that's been addressed in iOS 9. I, I feel like that wouldn't have been a big talked-about feature, so we... Easily could have missed that. I know there are limited options, but I don't. I mean, iOS, I just don't think is built for for keyboards. Yeah. I think it's more of an afterthought. Yeah. So in iOS nine, they introduced keyboard triggered app switching, so Command Tab mm. uh, and Spotlight Search. So I guess the Spotlight Search, you could open any app. That would nice. be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, like, within apps. I'm sure if you were using it for real, it might get annoying, too. But mm-hmm. that was, like, my big frustration is that I couldn't. There was no way to command tab, and there was no way to. Oh, you know what was cool, though, that the, the guy at work showed me was the, the feature where you put two fingers down on the keyboard, and it turns it into a trackpad for yeah. selecting text. Whoa. That was actually much better than putting your fingers on the text. Yeah, that's always now- kind of been a bit of a pain. So, Dan, isn't that a 3D touch feature as well on the on the phone? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. I think it is. I, like, I, if I you 3D right. touch on the keyboard. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it works just like that, except you just put two fingers on it instead. <laughs> nice. Both of those sound like cool options. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
Well, we've uh, we're we're a quarter of the way through the show, and we haven't even gotten to the news, but that's okay because I think this was interesting. Um, but eventually, we do have to get to the news. I want to remind everybody our website: don'tpanic.io. Go there; it's where the show happens. Uh, we've got links <laughs> to the audio, the video, our picks every week, um, as well as places you can subscribe and follow. So, don'tpanic.io, your central place for everything this program. Uh, Sean, question for you. Dan Miller, answer Before we you. completely move on to the news. Sure. What was your favorite piece of technology traveling internationally? What were, what, what were you like, thank God that this works, or That's, thank goodness I, I remembered to do this ahead of time? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's up there, and this was almost my pick this week, and actually I may change and make it my pick, but um, a good VPN is something uh. you want when traveling internationally because... I got to the hotel, and I went to turn on the TV, and none of it was in English, and all of it was weird. Because all they have there are interview shows, apparently, um, which is odd. <laughs> but then you go and you log on to Netflix on your hotel Wi-Fi, and over there they have like 10% of the content that we get here. Mm. You flip that VPN on on your iPad, boom, all of a sudden you have regular Netflix. So a, a quality VPN, I use a service called uh, Private Internet Access. Um, there's a number of them that, that you can pay um, with an iPad app called OpenVPN, and uh, and it, it's worked fantastically, um, and it's it's a great thing to to have. Yeah, that using VPNs with Netflix is pretty much a fact of life for Europeans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's sort of amazing. I wonder how much Netflix notices that. Uh, I feel like Netflix is probably like okay. <laughs> I mean, they're getting my money yeah, either way. It doesn't really matter to them, right? <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah no it is uh, it it is a, a good tech tip I'd recommend and it's, personally I think it's good for people just to have a VPN in general. Um, a lot of times there are certain websites even in the U.S. that are either content blocked or you know like yeah. to get funky and. It, and the other thing about traveling at all is that you're not on your own internet connection any of the time. Right. Yep. For security yeah. reasons, it's good to have. Oh, definitely. Because right. if you're on a VPN, people on the same Wi-Fi can't. Uh... Snoop your traffic. True. It is important to trust the owner of the VPN because they can see everything. That's true, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Very true. Very true. But good question. That 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 would be my recommendation. All right, Um, cool. How how's the news going in our absence? How's the news going? Still happening? There was some. Uh uh, I don't know if any of it's interesting. We can talk about uh, Twitter changing to likes. We can talk about Google Plus redesign. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Pandora. Let's, let's talk about Pandora and RDO. Right I know. There. I know Colby was a was a. Uh, yeah, Colby an, likes the design and the look of things. He, he way back in the day, you were repping for RDO. I remember. Yeah, well, I was interested in this streaming thing before Spotify was before available was cool. to us. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I tried RDO for a while, and then Spotify came out here, and I started using Spotify because it was it was it worked. They had more songs, frankly. That was the only reason I I started using Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at well, when I was at Facebook, we got like employees got free RDO accounts. So I tried to switch again, and it, same problem. Like they just didn't have some of the music that I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went back to Spotify. And I, I mean, I also found that it just didn't work as well as Spotify. I don't know if that was like <laughs> not true. Like, just the basic like streaming was not as reliable as Spotify was, and not not like mobile streaming, like three G streaming, just like regular streaming on my computer or regular streaming on my phone. Uh, but in any case, it they they never hooked me, even though it was free. I went back to paying for Spotify. Yep. 
Uh, so yeah, and there's a there's a great piece. We'll talk about the sale in a second. There's a great piece on the Verge. I recommend if if people want to go read. Um, that's kind of an, uh, a retrospective of of what happened to RDO, and 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 it's kind of what you described, where they they focused on the wrong features, and they placed bets in places that didn't pan out for them, and and they didn't they didn't see Spotify coming soon enough. Sadly, RDO is no more. They're filing for bankruptcy and selling key assets. Uh, for $75 million to none other than Pandora, the uh, the the streaming music service um, that currently exists already. So um, the the <laughs> it's believed the parts they're buying are more of the on-demand music side. Now, if you know Pandora currently, you suggest a song that makes a radio station, but you don't have much control. It's really up to Pandora as to what music you hear. Um, you can't select a song and listen to it, for example. It's believed RDO will bring some of those features into Pandora and make it a more full-featured service. Now, do either of you use Pandora? I do. Oh, I've I've I been don't. a I've been a long-time Pandora guy, and I <coughs> I really only still use it because Pandora just knows me by now after years of using it. But I find it a very good, useful service if you're just willing to let it pitch up songs to you. Yeah, um, and it's. it's I, a, which I, I'm really on the fence about radio versus on demand and these different models these different companies have, and 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 my gut tells me people don't want the radio side; they want the on demand side because I think people just naturally like having choices, which you don't get with the radio. But then I see Apple Music and Beats Radio having all the success, and Pandora having a lot of success. So I really don't know what the right answer is i think people want some choice like i think there there i don't know there are times when when people want to just listen to radio or listen to like songs they don't know and there are times when people want to listen to their music Mm -hmm. uh which i mean i i am general i i would say the vast majority of times i want to listen to my music uh, but even so, there are other times where it's like much more convenient to just throw on Spotify radio or or Pandora or whatever, like Christmas music. Like I don't keep a library of Christmas mm-hmm. music, but sometimes I want to listen to Christmas music. And that's where Pandora or like some sort of uh, like pre curated thing comes in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I see why it's useful. I did. I did always wish. Uh, when I did use Pandora more, I always wished like I could like start a station based on a song and hear that song first. Yeah, like that's always that's what I wanted. Thing. I, like, I, I want to listen to this song right now. That's why I'm trying to make a radio station about it. Yeah. But you can never ever do that. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you might get any song in the world except the song that you wanted to listen to mm-hmm. right then. So I I think that, I mean if they could do stuff like that, that might be cool. Yeah, I mean, my my absolute wild guess would be um, they're going to continue to be focused on the radio. It's just if there's a song you like, you just click add to my library and and then you have access to stream on demand. I I don't know. You know, it's interesting in terms of business, Pandora actually, and I am by no means an expert at this, but there are different royalty rates based on radio station services versus on-demand services for some reason, and I guess... The rates are much more advantageous to um, 
uh, Pandora as an on-demand service, whereas the radio rates aren't as advantageous, and the radio rates oh, really hurt them. I guess that's what the internet tells me. Hmm. Um, so um, it, it'll give them a lot of traction in that area right away. Um, it's interesting. Pandora also recently acquired a uh, a ticket selling service called Ticketfly, which sells concert tickets. So I think they're really uh, they're really trying to to break out. Um, to, to be your, your one-stop music solution. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see if they gain uh, traction in this area. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd be uh, I'd be interested, Colby, because you're such a, a long-time Spotify user. Um, what would it take for you to change to to another service? I mean, you're, you're pretty heavily invested in Spotify at this point. Uh, to be honest, I think it would have to be something like Spotify doing something so outrageous that I couldn't live with anymore or, or, or Pandora's um, free. And, and is it a cost thing? I, I'm just, I'm trying no, to think it's, not, it's not really a cost thing for me because I mean, what is Spotify? Like, it's like 10 bucks, bucks 10 yeah. bucks a month, right? Like it's not, you know, that's a, that's a, a certainly not noticeable when it, when compared to the other bills I pay every month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something I, I use every single day. So like the cost is not, not a factor like cost for quality. I mean, if like, I'm sure like Spotify's service could start to deteriorate, right? Like things can get worse. Uh, they could. Well, Adele's you know, a great example. Their... She's refused to to release her new album on streaming services. Sure, but that's. I mean, that's like. I don't care. I'll wait till she does. I mean, there's no. Obviously, there's no Taylor Swift. So I guess, like, you know, if. But if it becomes a... a trend. Sure. Right. If if it if um. So I got I got the sense from what I've heard people saying about Adele is that she's sort of just withholding. So so. <laughs> Uh, she's going to hold back from streaming services until album sales die down. Sure. And then she'll be on streaming services, which is, you know, frankly, it's fine. Like, I, well, it's I, like DVDs waiting to be released after a movie's been in theaters. Right, right. That's not like a new thing, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I am fine with that. I respect that. Like, she, if people pay for it, they'll pay for it. And she should certainly take advantage of that, I think. Um, I'm not like particularly invested in Adele, so I'll probably just wait till, you know, her album's out on Spotify in a couple months. Uh, but if, if it became a trend of people like withholding entirely like Taylor Swift is, or, um, you know, if they like lost a label or something, I'm sure like, you know, with those, those copyright things, like anything could happen Mm -hmm. or the, the, the rights things like anything could happen so um you know stuff like that i think drastic upsets in in the way i use spotify yeah i don't know dan what do you what do you think i've been you i was i've been using apple music and i'm paying for it now um uh, and it's great uh recently uh i've been thinking about switching back because i'm like uh Someone asked me uh, the other day, Dan, you don't show up on my Spotify uh, what my friends are listening to thing anymore. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm happy you noticed. (laughs) Uh, I still like the playlists a lot, although I have been using them less now that I feel like I've listened to a lot of the ones I want to listen to a lot. Mm -hmm. But last week, uh, one of my favorite bands, Snarky Puffy, 
release what I thought was a new album. So I listened to it, like, and be me being me, I listened to it like five times. I was like, oh, this is great. A, a new live album. Awesome. No, that's not what they did. They released a recording of every single show they did on their tour. They released like 30 new albums. Wow. Yeah. And they're only on Apple Music. I checked on Spotify. They're not there. Uh, and for me, I love live albums. And all this, I listen to all of those many, 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 many times. So <laughs> Apple Music has kept me around for now. I don't know if that's an Apple Music thing. Like, hey, record your, your concerts and we'll just put them on here. And <laughs> sort of like a weird Apple Music exclusive. Uh, or maybe I have no idea what's going on there, but I like it. Cool. That's cool. Yes, yeah, so we have a pretty diverse uh, music streaming. We do selection among the three of us. Hey, I think that's great. Yeah, uh, com- competition is good. Finally, we disagree on something. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree. Music is great. <laughs> we do like the music. Um, all right, let's uh, let's continue on here in the news. What else are we going to discuss? We can talk. Uh, uh, Facebook's new app, Yahoo and ad blockers, the new Apple Watch charging dock. Um, what and anything in particular? Hmm. Uh, <coughs> One of these I, I wanted to talk about. Google, I mean, we can talk about Google Plus. Like, they're really still oh, trying. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, that's that's exactly what we'll talk about. Google Plus getting a major <laughs> redesign this week, focusing on communities and collections. Um, which is interesting because that's really been the area of Google Plus that has seen traction are the, yeah. the communities and collections. Um, it, it's available today if you opt in. So if you go to Google Plus, which I did for the first time, and I kid you not, like two years, um, it will prompt you, and you can you can enable it um, on your page. Um, they claim it's quote easier to post, search, connect, and keep up with great content. Um, you can judge it for yourself. The new redesign by going to plus.google. Dot com. Uh, uh, visually, I think it looks better. It, it's certainly more on brand with the new uh, design they're operating with. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, don't get too excited. It's kind of the same rectangle news pieces <laughs> that you're used to seeing uh, that you're used to seeing everywhere else. I, I, I don't it, it's put it this way. It's a very subtle change, I would say, Mo- mostly in just sort of the the broad pieces, nothing really, uh, nothing really too different. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. As to your question, Colby, um, why is Google Plus still a thing, and does anyone still use Google Plus? Um, to to me, Google Plus is it, it's a niche network. There are people who still mm. use it, and they love yeah. it. They really right. love it. But it's like a very small piece of the pie, um, and and maybe that's enough for for Google. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're so focused on on internet drones and self driving cars that they forgot about. <laughs> Have either of you used this uh, communities feature? Um, I, I did when it first came out. I haven't in a long time. Um, and, and it. I'm going to join a bunch of communities right now and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I. It's. There's nothing wrong with Google Plus. At least I don't have a problem with it. I just don't. That's the problem with anyone. And I know this is being kind of flippant about the amount of work it takes, but anyone can build a social network. Um, the problem is getting valuable people to use it. 
<laughs> and and you know, I follow my friends on Facebook. I follow interesting people on Twitter. I don't know why I need Google Plus. Honestly, I'd rather yeah. use Google Plus over Facebook, to be honest, um, just because it, it's uh, of its simplicity. But I don't know what I'm going to learn here. I can't learn anywhere else on a platform I already have been on for years and I'm invested in. You know? Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think. I mean. Uh... Thinking about it at a high level and and not really knowing anything, like doubling down on like this this sort of like the community stuff that seems like an okay idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure this decision was made with like uh, considering what people actually use it for, mm-hmm. and it, like if you know if that's what people are doing, if people are interacting in these like groups in these large group forum things, then like go for it. I mean, some of these groups have a lot of members, or some of the ones it's recommending to me. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, that's a, that's a non-zero number of people for sure. I mean, not millions, but in the hundreds of thousands, or I guess some a couple of them have millions. Well, it's kind of like that idea. Like, if we wanted to start a, a "Don't Panic" community with our fans, where would you do it? I don't. Yeah. I think this is a good option. Right. Well, so I mean, yeah, and maybe I mean, Reddit. Reddit would be the place I would probably Reddit. Yeah, that's. I mean, fa- Facebook pages aren't really <laughs> that anymore. I guess you could do groups, right? Like that's what groups are. But I like, and also the collections feature as well on Google Plus, which is based around tags and things of that nature would also, I think, because it's, I don't know, I just find Google Plus versus Reddit, for example, to be more visually appealing, mm-hmm. um, which I don't, I know doesn't sell, you know, on everything, but it, it certainly makes a big difference. But again, it's, this is the first time I've logged into Google Plus in, in a very long time, and, and I think it's <laughs> right. like that for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it is way different than it was the last time I logged in, that's for sure. Yeah, I think the new design looks great. Listen, I yeah. I like Google+. Plus. I'm just not going to use it. There there are lots of web services I really like that I don't use. Yeah. What's another one? Google Music. <laughs> Google Music works Go- great. I use Google Music for all the music that I can't find on Spotify or Apple Music. There's music you can't find on those two, but you can find on Google Music? Yeah, like really weird shit that I had like growing up or something mm-hmm. that I ripped to a <laughs> CD and put in iTunes and then years ago put on Apple, uh, Google Music. Mm-hmm. Nice. And again, it, it just goes back to our like the last discussion. It's great to have choice. That's true. You know, I can name three great email apps for iOS, but you really only use one. Right. You know, and that's, that's kind of how that's it a, is. One thing I love about work is that it gives you an excuse to use a totally different email app. Absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely right. Yeah. Which is which is nice because when you go on vacation and you you want to stop hearing about your work emails, you just turn off notifications and it does not interfere with your uh, personal email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing you'll certainly get on this show. Uh, cool, cool new alternatives to the stuff you already use. <laughs> like Google+. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, let's see. What else on here has us, uh, has us excited? Uh, let's talk about, uh, Apple Pay real quick. I have not been able to figure out how to use Apple Pay on my phone. I can only use it on the watch. How the fuck do you do it? You just double tap the home button when it's locked. Yeah. And then it's like, 
there. I don't know. Like it took me I've a long actually... time to figure out that that I did finally figure out yesterday that was what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I tapped it, and it, nothing happened. You tapped it like at a store. Yeah. I don't and know, one man. that works with my watch. Anyways, Apple Pay might become more like Venmo. Yeah, apparently, uh, according to Wall Street Journal, Apple is in talks with major U.S. banks to build person-to-person mobile payments for launch possibly in 2016. Um, other blogs are agreeing as well. Deals, The deals are being worked out. It, they're saying, however, it would be linked to Apple Pay and include major banks like J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank Corp., and Capital One. Yeah, that would be I, cool. I think it would be fine. I'm trying to decide, like, like naively, it doesn't matter because I think most of the people I know have Venmo. So, like, whether it's this or Venmo, it, it actually doesn't matter to me. Uh, but it's not the case that 100% of people I know have Venmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And the people who don't have it are often... Well, it's not necessarily people I don't know, but it's like people I end up, uh, like like owing money sec- to. <laughs> no, 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 like like second degree connections, like friends of friends that you are out at dinner with, and mm-hmm. it's like I don't know them well enough to like shame them into getting Venmo. <laughs> uh, so we just have a really like uh, I don't know, like like late twenty tens uncomfortable time asking Awkward the standoffs. Leader. To split it, split a check eight, eight ways. How old fashioned? Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, it's just the worst. I hate that. There's nothing I hate more than splitting a check more than two to three ways at a restaurant. So the, four is, is gonna, the absolute max, right? Uh, this is going to come across as uh, very self promoting, but a couple weeks ago, I did a bunch of Christmas shopping on Etsy. Sean and I talked about this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I, I bought everything with Apple Pay, and it was great. I wish more apps would have Apple Pay integration. Like, you just press the buy button, and it's like, okay, you're done. There's no, like, please confirm <laughs> your CVV number. Please yep. enter your PayPal password. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Apple Pay, I think that part of Apple Pay is downplayed. Like, okay. the fact that your Pinterest or, or whatever app can just... Uh, so easily have a buy button that works so frictionless and easily with all your customers. Now, does that, does using Apple Pay, like, I assume they take a transaction fee. I, I kid you not, I literally just Googled that <laughs> because I was wondering, like, why aren't more apps using it? And according to this, Apple is eligible for a 0.15% cut of purchase value for every payment made with Apple Pay. Okay. So not um, giant, but you know, it's not nothing one, either. One, one yeah. tenth percent. Yeah, so yeah, fifteen that's, cents that's for every hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. I feel like there are some things that would be more than that. Like if you're using Square, Square's fees are more than that. I mean well, obviously Square's not for online transactions, but Well yeah, and Square's fee Square's you're still paying because that's not to Square. Square takes a piece yeah, of that, but it's the... also to Visa or whomever. You're still going to pay that through Apple Pay. Oh, so that this is in addition to whatever three percent or whatever Visa or Mastercard charges. Right, I got you. That's annoying. Yeah. Um. But but again, if like Dan said, if if it's going to get you to spend more on the Etsy app or on any other app, you know, then then right. is point one five percent worth it? 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I feel like this has to be point one five percent worth it. You can measure it and find out. There you go. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think with the 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 person to person payments, what I like is Apple's control over hardware may finally allow the I point my phone at your phone and pay you money over NFC convenience. That Mm -hmm. I feel like like Colby, like you at the table, where you don't even have to learn the person's name. You just right. That that would be cool. And, and, uh, and Apple's situated to do that. Right. Yeah, everyone, like, you get a four-digit pin. Mm-hmm. Everyone at the table types it into something, and then it, blink, splits the check, and everyone's done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no con- no contact sharing necessary. And Apple could absolutely do that. We, sh- we should tell Joey to build that into his app thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another idea I had, uh, actually playing off of the Apple TV setup experience, Coley, does the tap your phone on the TV thing work for you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're totally fine. The Dude, next wait, do you have an Apple TV? Yeah. Sorry, I just oh. let you. I let you run a bit. <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> uh, what I want, like, I I kind of want wireless headphones. Like, I kind of wish that wireless headphones were just what headphones are, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons they're not is because it's such a pain in the butt to set up, mm-hmm. and the pairing, and the moving between the things. All and, uh, when you want to use them with a different thing, you have right. to repair. Right, most all of the time. All devices, uh, including my 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 mouse here that are a Bluetooth, should you just take it, you put it on the computer, and then if something pops up, would you like to pair this thing? You say yes, and that's it. You're done. Yeah. Uh, not even that, maybe. It would be great if you didn't even have to say yes. You just press it up against the thing, and it it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the the wireless headphones would fly. That would yeah. be great. Yeah, I did find that very nice. Like, it worked fine. There yeah. were no problems. Yeah, everything should have worked that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the future. Come on, guys. Yeah. We should be there. Um, And, and I, I will quickly say my concern about person-to-person Apple Pay is um, <laughs> the great thing about Venmo is it connects you socially with your friends very easily. I don't need to know your phone number, your email. It's very well integrated. Apple mm-hmm. doesn't have that social backbone and or experience. Not saying they couldn't, but I don't connect with friends through Apple's services. You don't connect with friends through iMessage? Using – true, but those are for – but that's usually through a phone number into a select, a very select yeah. group. But it has to tie to an Apple account. The but your Apple iMessages does. don't. Yeah, they do. Do. I mean, maybe if you're Apple using the blue iMessages, yes. That is, I think you can't. Like you're texting a number, but Apple knows that that number also has an an a, a Apple ID yeah. associated True. with it. Which is why, if you ever switch off of an iPhone, which as you might remember, I did like <laughs> approximately two and a half years ago. It's a huge pain in the ass yes. because Apple swallows all your I'm, you know, well, all your text messages. And that's and that's kind of my point is that my contacts list is significantly smaller than my social network. Sure, sure. So I mean, I think I think you have a, a, a decent point there, but uh, I think as Dan sort of Dan mentioned before, I think Apple's competitive advantage would be that. You don't need their contact info at all if you could just touch your phones together and and send someone for assuming you're in the same room with them. Sure, but I mean when are you it, like if you're paying someone who you've never met before and don't know 
you're probably in the same room with them. And and that's and, and if you're not, that's not a business that Apple wants to be in. <laughs> right. That's, that's <laughs> PayPal business, right? Right. Essentially, and that's yeah. not that's I think that's fair. I think yeah. that's fair. I, I think Apple could pick up a lot of traction if they made it if they made it easy enough. But I'll say I, I still have never used Apple Pay. Not once. No, me either. I'm too scared. <laughs> Is that, I, I haven't found a place that takes it, to be honest. I, I know I live in the middle of nowhere. Next time but... you're in New York, Colby. Ooh, yeah, ooh. you're going to make it. Hit the town on I mean, Apple Pay. I know, I know Walgreens takes it, and I'm pretty sure Pandora takes it. Pandora. Panera. <laughs> Panera yeah. takes it. Yeah. Both of which are places I go like relatively frequently. So I could definitely do it, but it's always... Uh, I'm always just too like there's a line and I'm not going to be like the the jerk trying to figure out his fancy phone. So I just pay with that my credit card. That would be this weekend. If only I'd use my fancy watch instead, I wouldn't have been that jerk. Yeah, I'm... see, that's a, that's my worst. <laughs> I think Colby, I think you and I have to take the Apple Pay challenge. Yeah. All right. I I was lucky cuz I got to ramp up on it in the cab where there's relatively little mm-hmm. pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's nice. I wish, so the other thing is that the Panera I go to is like the robot Panera where you order at the kiosks, and it doesn't work with the kiosks. Mm. The kiosks don't have that's, NSC. Super lame, I know. That's that's uh, the perfect place for it. I know, I know. It would be amazing, because then that would be literally perfect. Because that was the first thing I thought of when I got the new phone. I was like, oh my god, I could use this at Panera. Nobody in line, nobody looking at me. I can just figure <laughs> it out on my own with no pressure, but no. Wow. Did I did I tell you all about the uh, the uh, the tube stations in London except Apple Pay? So oh. you don't have you're not at the kiosk at at the turnstile. Oh. So you, you just hold your phone against it and it charges your credit card and you can go through. That's, That's nice. absolutely my dream. And and Mastercard today I saw has a promotion. Where if you use a MasterCard on a Monday in London, all your tube rides are free if you use Apple Pay. Wow. So if you use anything on the tube on a Monday and you have a MasterCard link to it, free every Monday. Wow. It's a good promotion. Yeah. To all our that fans in London, group. check that out. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. All right. If I lived what? in London, I would get a MasterCard just for that. Think about well, that, it. That's a lot of people. Dan, I this is really embarrassing, but I, I will say... Um, I got a coupon from a Visa today that if I sign up for their Visa checkout service, like their payment service, mm-hmm. um, I can get half off of Taco Bell. So I had Taco Bell. <laughs> um, but it was half off. It was half off. Come on. Sean, uh, you don't poop half as lo- half but, as much. No, <laughs> no. It was. It tasted good going de- going in um, for sure. Half so, so a lot of people do things for for free and cheap stuff. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> that is it. We are out of time for news, which means we have to move on to our picks oh. this week. Um, that sign means Dan has to find out what his pick is. <laughs> Before he does that, Colby and I are going to go first. I'll jump in quick. Uh, I, You may remember, I picked this two years ago, um, yeah. and because I didn't have a pick, um, although I guess my sub-pick is private internet access, um, which is a, uh, the VPN service I use. But um, BFADS, B-F-A-D-S dot net, is my recommended site for all of your Black Friday shopping needs. That's right, people. It's Black Friday. It's that time of year again. Get up at uh, 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving or midnight or 2 a.m. or 6 a.m., uh, depending on your state or your willingness to save money. Um, or just go online. Who knows? But 
Sales left and right all across this great nation, BF Ads, is a great place to get all of them. They also have all the pre-Black uh, Friday ad scans are already on the website, so you don't have to go get your local Sunday shopper to get all the ads. They're right on the website. You can check them out. Um, and they also have really great guides where they kind of break down what are the best deals on certain products, like if you're looking for an Xbox or something, um, what the best deals are. So they, they do a lot of that work for you. So check it out, bfads.net, um, especially for the online sales that come and go quick. Um, if you follow them on Twitter or, or things like that, they're, they're pretty good about flagging you down when, uh, when sales come up. So check it out. Save some money. I haven't decided what I'm going to buy. I know me and I will buy something. I haven't decided what yet though. And any recommendations from you guys? What outrageously overpriced electronic device I should buy <laughs> on black Friday this year. You should get like a 12 pack of those Amazon tablets. Yes, <laughs> That's a good one that I was thinking. I, I know the Amazon echo is going to be on sale at some point. Mm, yeah. And I thought about it. Nice. Also, my iPad needs needs to be updated. I have the original Mini, which uh, which has seen better days, um, and mm. is really really sluggish. Uh, uh, I, I like the GoPros are looking; they're on sale everywhere. Uh, God, there's just so much stuff I want to buy. <laughs> Dang, a lot of cheap Blu-rays. I'll definitely get those. So, anyway, we'll, we'll talk next week. Who knows what I'll be showing up with? Nice. Cool. All right, Colby. You 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 uh you picked something that's been sitting on my my queue and I've just been waiting to watch and, and oh, I, nice, I can't wait nice. to hear your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, I mean, my my pre pick we talked about before is Fallout Four. It's great. Um, my my post pick or my my real pick is Aziz Ansari's new. So it's like it, it's it's like a new Netflix original thing. Uh, it's called Master of None, and it's like, I guess it's like a sitcom. It's it's a funny show. It is not like formulaic sitcom by any means. It is not uh, really like a show that I've ever seen before. It's like has all the makings of a sitcom, but is is like way closer to real life, sort of. Have but you it's ever very... seen? Have you ever seen Louis? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Louis. It's like not a. Uh, it's funny, but it's not like a caricature of life. It's like m- much closer to what life is actually like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like it's funny and uh, uh, like interesting and and poignant and serious and uh, at points kind of sad. But it's 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 certainly worth watching. I really enjoyed it went through that pretty fast. So if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. And I will say too, if you really <laughs> like that and you haven't seen them, I know at least two or three of his stand-up specials are also on Netflix. Mm. And those are very funny as well. If you're a fan. Yep, definitely. Cool. Master of none. Check it out now on Netflix. Dan, what do you, uh, what do you have for us here? You got an application. I do have an application. Uh, Sean and I were talking about this before the show, so I figured I'll recommend it. Uh, I'm working very closely with someone remotely from Germany, uh, and so I have to talk to her over the video conferencing often. But oftentimes when I'm talking to her, I can't find a conference room because it's sort of spur of the moment, which is, you know, a nice thing if you're working remotely with someone that's like, hey, can you hop in real quick and we talk about whatever? And I'm also not at home. So I'm at my desk in this noisy office with a shitty microphone, uh, and I could not... If anyone out there, all of our listeners, uh, knows of just a standalone 
sort of compact microphone that I could use. That would be great. I don't want like a boom stand. I don't want like this honking thing that I have. <laughs> uh, and I don't want a headset. I just, because I like the headphones I have. I just want a microphone. Anyways, so to get around <laughs> on that. You went, sorry to interrupt you, but like I just pictured you in a headset and like you just totally transformed into like sales guy Dan. <laughs> Like there are so many salespeople at my company. I just pictured you like fitting into that stereotype, like all the things that would have to happen. And it was hilarious. Anyways, carry on. I'm glad things would have to happen for me to me to fit in that stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I bought an app called Shush. It's a an Mac and OS ten app, uh, and it just does one of two things. It's either push to talk or push to push to mute. A hardware or, or a keyboard software keyboard shortcut for your operating system. So I have it set up for push to talk so that when we're pair programming or talking and I'm not talking, I sort of reflexively take my hand off the keyboard so the microphone on my laptop isn't picking up all the people talking about whatever the hell around me. Because mm-hmm. if I'm talking into it, the mic is pretty good about only picking up my voice. But as soon as I stop talking, uh, you can hear everything. Uh, and this cacophony of like uh, static screaming is sort of what it sounds like. So, uh, shush! I think it was a couple dollars on the Mac. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine uh, was worth it for me. It works really well. Don't pay attention to the reviews; they're dumb. Uh, <laughs> the only review you need is the Dan Miller review. That's right. So, if you need to work with someone remotely, check out Shush. Very or if cool. you're, you have a podcast from a noisy environment probably also be useful then do that check it out we'll have links to all of these on the website don'tpanic.io along with this episode um gentlemen that is it we we've reached our grand conclusion is there anything else you would like to discuss tonight uh if you write php code and you want to use apple pay uh we released a php extension to use apple pay i saw that so Now, talking to me that. like I'm an idiot, what does that what does that mean? It means that you can use this really popular programming language to accept Apple Pay payments. Oh, so if I'm like an app developer, I can just easily bring in Apple Pay? Yeah, yeah, you've and got you your iOS that? app, and you've got like a really dumb PHP backend because like that's all you need for an iOS app, and you want to accept Apple Pay, but you don't want to pay Square any, or uh, Stripe any money or people like that. Do it yourself. You do it directly. That's cool. Congratulations. <laughs> I see. They, they I did do nice things. Really nothing. <laughs> Aw. That's great though. Any any other any other plugs anyone wants to make? Mm, no, I, I got nothing to plug. I'll how about this? How about I'll plug Colby and Dan on the latest episode of the Goldilocks Zone. Uh, yeah. You can listen to them uh, along with myself and Matt Mariani playing Dungeons and Dragons. We had our Guess big who I saw epic... on Saturday. Matt what? Mariani? Yeah. Oh, he what? was in New York City. Did you run into him? Yeah. Did, like by accident? No, we were both at the same party. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, in, in Brooklyn. Wow. Matt Mariani in a long time. I did. I assumed Shame. he only went to New York City for the Chick Fil A and then immediately left. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm glad to know he does some other stuff while he's there. That's awesome. fantastic. Yeah, listen to listen to him and us, and, and we have our big epic battle against Clark the Bugbear and his dire wolf. 
and uh, one of us comes perilously close to death. Do we live? Do we die? <laughs> um, you'll have to tune in to find out. Goldilockshow.com and SoundCloud.com slash Goldilockshow. Um, and I talked with Matt this coming week. Um, we're back to our, our regular format, and the two of us are going to be discussing board games. Some of your favorites. Very cool. Um, and we were we were pinging back and forth all all of our favorites. Uh, you know, Don't Wake Daddy and Mousetrap and some of these uh, classic games that that we'll be talking about. So check that out as well. Nice. I think that's it for this show. We'll be back next Monday night uh, with another episode full of tech news. Um, I can't imagine there'll be much over the holiday weekend, but. Uh, but we'll find some. We'll, we'll come up with something to talk about. We spent the first quarter of the show talking about just uh, what we're up to. So, um, are you guys planning on going out and buying anything for Black Friday? No. No, you're all set. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. gonna forget about it. You're gonna forget about it. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the better. Your your bank account will thank you. Um, that you. I do might that. not forget about the the Steam sale. I usually tend to not forget about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a tricky one. The Steam sale always gets me, and the thing about Steam is I rarely play games on my computer, but I always buy something at the, on the Steam sale. I think they count uh, on that. Yeah, they must just make tons it. of money for. They like, I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon always gets me. Last year, I bought everything from. I bought a T-shirt. I bought oven mitts. I bought Blu-rays. <laughs> I bought just the most random stuff you can't even imagine. <laughs> Um, glassware, like just the most random stuff. That's yeah. I'll have to if keep a if I was smart, I would think ahead and like have my my Christmas shopping planned out or something. But I don't think I'm that smart. Uh, you got to spur of the moment. You know, one click ordering really really will do a number on you. <laughs> yeah, like Apple Pay and the Etsy app. I actually ordered like <laughs> two or three things last Black Friday and actually canceled it before Black Friday was over um, <laughs> because I felt bad. And I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have ordered that. So. It'll be interesting nonetheless. You'll have to tune in next week to hear what happened uh, here uh, on the show. Don'tPanic.io is the website. We'll see you there next week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Until then, on behalf of Dan and Colby, I'm 